do you know when you're going to be ready to say, I quit? You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The VoiceAmp player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoiceam and receive three months of VoiceAmp for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoiceam. The Veopreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday Veopreneur. Hello and welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. My objective is very simple. There are a lot of people out there who are way smarter than I am that are going to help you get your demos produced. There are a lot of people out there who are way more qualified than I am that are going to help you work on your reads. What I want to help you do is get better at the business side of voiceover. Because in today's marketplace, the business side of voiceover is going to make the difference. The way that voiceover works is shifting. You have to learn how to run a business. You have to learn how to become a VOpreneur. That's what this podcast is all about. Now, in this particular episode, we're going to talk about something that may not be relevant to everyone, but to those of you who are in this space, I think there's going to be some valuable insight in this episode for you. I want to talk about your exit strategy. And I'm not talking about a typical exit strategy like we think of, like an entrepreneur starts a business, builds that business to scale, gets it to a particular valuation, cashes out, retires at 25, lives off of their millions for the rest of their days. Not that exit strategy. We're talking about when are you going to make the jump to full-time exit strategy? When are you going to walk into your boss at your day job and say, I quit. It's something that a lot of voice actors dream of, but it's not something that they've ever thought about. How is this going to work? And so that's what I want to talk about today. And I think that it's a rather timely episode. When this episode drops, it will be January 30th. January 29th is a very important day in my voiceover world. I want to start this episode by reading a blog post that I wrote on January 29, 2016. The blog post was titled, Happy Anniversary to Me, Celebrating My Independence Day. Here's the blog post. January 29, 2012. At the time, I thought it was one of the worst days of my life, a Sunday morning. I remember it well. The night before, I was in Niagara Falls, the Falls View Casino to be specific playing and losing a $20 bill, something I enjoy doing from time to time. Not losing. I don't enjoy losing. Playing a slot machine can be fun, though. I received an unsettling text from a friend slash coworker, Carrie. Something was up. Something that didn't sound good. Immediately, I called my boss. He said, we'll talk Monday. I responded, no, we'll talk tomorrow. The following morning, Sunday, January 29, 2012, we met at the radio station. He informed me that I was being let go. Not fired, downsized. No fault of my own. 
In fact, he informed me that in the few short months I'd been with the company, I had not only met, but actually exceeded all of their expectations. Nevertheless, corporate was making cuts, and I was one of them. Let go for exceeding expectations. With all the humiliation one can expect to feel in such a moment, my boss, or I suppose former boss, escorted me out of the building. I'm not a crying man, but I cried that morning. As soon as I climbed into my vehicle, I broke down. My broadcasting career began in 1995. Never in all of those years in radio and television had I been let go before. In fact, the vast majority of my jobs came as a result of being recruited. People sought me out to come work for them. I'd worked hard to build a solid reputation. Now, I was just another broadcasting statistic, another corporate layoff. I cried. After a few minutes, I collected myself enough to drive home. I called my girlfriend at the time, my mom, my dad. I told them what happened. When I got home, I climbed into bed and cried a little more. I was unemployed. It's Friday, January 29th, 2016. Four years have passed since the day I was let go. Only in the years that have passed, my perspective has changed. Back then, I was another victim of another corporate cutback, all too common in broadcasting. Now, looking back, I can clearly see I was liberated. You see, if I had never been downsized, it never would have forced me to follow my true dream, my voiceover dream, my entrepreneurial dream. Getting downsized, as it turns out, is probably the best thing that's ever happened to me. What I had initially considered one of the worst days of my life has now become one of the best. So I celebrate. Tonight I'll put on a suit, my girlfriend will put on a dress, we'll head out for a fancy dinner in a fine restaurant, I'll drop another $20 at the Falls View. God knew exactly what I needed back then. He knew what my heart desired. He knew I wasn't brave enough to pursue it, so he nudged me. Forceful nudge, right out the door and into the unemployment line, mind you, but a nudge nevertheless. He had my back then, he has my back now. To him, I'm eternally grateful. Today, January 29th, I celebrate my Independence Day. That was a blog post that I wrote January 29th, 2016. And I've been thinking about that a lot because, well, it's right around the anniversary of my Independence Day. And it is something that I still celebrate every year. I have it in my calendar. It is a repeat event because, honestly, it is the day that my life changed. And so, with this in mind, I want to talk about exit strategies. When are you going to say, I quit? When are you going to make the jump to voiceover full-time, if that's what you really want? Now, for me, obviously, my hand was forced. I had been doing voiceover for a number of years. I think the year before, 2011, I think I made around maybe $10,000. I was serious about voiceover. I was running a professional business, but I had full-time work, and so I just did voiceover in the evenings or on the weekends whenever an opportunity struck, and, and I was blogging at that time, and I was learning a ton about business and marketing and all of those sorts of things, but as much as I knew that I wanted to turn it into a business, I really didn't know how, and I really wasn't brave enough. I was afraid to make that move because radio gave me the comfort of a consistent paycheck. A crappy paycheck, mind you, but a consistent paycheck nevertheless. So when I ended up getting downsized, it really forced my hand. In the interest of full disclosure, downsized January 29th, 
I probably spent the first three months or more kind of just sitting around in my underwear, feeling sorry for myself, watching a lot of TV and wondering what I was going to do. I knew at that point that my radio career was over. I had a lot of opportunities. A lot of people reached out to me, offered me opportunities. I, I could have taken any one of about three or four different jobs almost on the spot. But I just kept thinking to myself, I did everything I was supposed to do at my last station. I exceeded their expectations. And I still didn't have job security. Is that really what I want to go back to? And if I'm not going to have job security anyway, maybe I'm better off to not have job security, at least working for myself, where I have a little bit more control at the end of the day. I have a little bit more say, a little bit more input. And so after that morning period, when I was done sitting around in my underwear and feeling sorry for myself, I decided it was time to see whether or not I could take this voiceover thing and make something of it. Now, that first year, 2012, that first year full-time, I think I made about $15,000. I literally covered my expenses. That was about it. But by 2016, I hit the six-figure mark in my voiceover business. And by 2019, I had doubled that between my voiceover and coaching business. The most I ever made in radio was $40,000 a year. And I never even got to see it because the job that was paying me $40,000 a year at, I got downsized after like five months. But that was the most I was ever going to make in radio. And now my earning potential was limited only by me and how hard I was willing to work. I didn't have the opportunity to come up with an exit strategy because I got exited, I guess you could say. And I'm so thankful that it happened that way. Now, one of the things that I had going for me at the time was I was a single guy. I mean, I was dating, but I didn't have a wife. I didn't have kids. I was responsible to no one other than myself from a financial standpoint. I still had to pay my rent. I still had to pay my utility bills. I still had a truck payment I had to make. All of my expenses stayed the same, but at least it was just me. And I knew that in the absolute thermonuclear situation, like if the worst of the worst of the worst possibly happened, I could still go home again if I needed to. I could go crawling to my mom or crawling to my dad and one of them would take me in. So maybe that made my situation a little bit easier. But I'll tell you something else. It got me really motivated. There was no way in the world that I wanted to have to go back home to my parents. I was going to find a way to make voiceover work if it killed me. And if it didn't work, I was going to McDonald's. I didn't care. My hand got forced. I didn't have the opportunity to come up with an exit strategy. But maybe you do. And there are some things that I want you to think about when it comes to creating that strategy. I've done a lot of coaching with voice actors on the business and marketing side of voiceover. That's what I do. And I've had sessions with people who are in a full-time day job, but they want to transition to a full-time voiceover job. And the very first thing that I ask them to think about is their salary. And that's the very first thing that I'm going to ask you to think about too. 
And I want to preface this by saying I am not telling anybody it's time to quit your job, it's not time to quit your job, whatever. I'm just giving you some things to think about that maybe you haven't thought about before. So let's start with your salary. Let's just say, to make it easy, that at your day job, you are making $50,000 a year. And so in your mind, you are probably thinking, in order to move from my day job to full-time voiceover, I need to replace my day job salary. That means that I need to get myself to a place where I am making $50,000 a year in voiceover. If I'm making that same amount in voiceover as I am in my day job, it's going to be safe for me to transition and everything's going to be fine. Here's the flaw with that thinking. If you're making $50,000 a year in your day job and you manage to build your voiceover income to $50,000 simultaneously, your annual income is actually $100,000 a year. And at that point, it's going to be really hard to make the transition to voiceover full time. Because now you're literally cutting your annual income in half. You have taken yourself to a place where you've built up a six-figure income. And you've probably gotten used to that because it's probably happened over a period of time, maybe over a period of a couple of years. 50,000 voiceover, 50,000 day job. And so all of the sudden, to cut your income in half, that's a really big hit. And a lot of people at that point aren't going to want to do it which means they're going to try to find a way to keep doing both, which means you're probably going to burn yourself out. It also probably means that you're not going to be giving the proper attention to one or both of your jobs because there's only so many hours in the day and we can only divide our time in so many different ways. So here's what I want you to think about when it comes to your salary. You're going to have to sit down and make a budget for yourself. You're going to have to sit down and think about what are all of my non-negotiable expenses. I have to pay my rent. I have to pay for my vehicle. Food. Utilities. Hydro. Gas. Water. My cell phone. My internet. My cable bill. My groceries. Whatever it is. You need to sit down and look at your budget. Every month, what is going out. And once you have written down every single dime that you spend on a month-to-month -month basis, the things that you have to spend, you have to pay your rent, you have to pay your insurance, you have to pay your electric bill. When you figure out what those things are, then you figure out whether or not there are things that you are willing to sacrifice for short-term, right? Short-term sacrifice, long-term gain. Does it mean that you have to cut back your internet package to a slightly less speed because it's going to save you some money? Does it mean that you have to eliminate your cable bill because you can just get by with Netflix? Or does it mean that you have to eliminate your cable bill and your Netflix because for a while you can get by with nothing? Because this is what you have to do to get to where you want to be. Once you know what that number is, once you can sit down and say, okay, the minimum amount that I can survive on in a month is X, take that number, times it by 12, and now you know the minimum amount that you can survive on for one year. To me, that becomes your exit strategy. So if you're making $50,000 a year in your day job and your minimum annual income to cover your expenses is $20,000 a year, then when you get your voiceover business to $25,000, you walk away from your day job, you take a hit 
you live on less for a little while, but you have all of this extra time now. You've got 40 more hours a week that you can devote to your voiceover business and to growing your voiceover business. Short-term sacrifice for long-term gain. One of the things that I found when I lost my day job was that it was incredibly motivating to know that there wasn't a guaranteed paycheck twice a month on the 15th and the 30th, which meant if I was going to cover my rent, and trust me, I don't have late payments ever for anything. It's just the way I am. I was going to do whatever it took to make sure that I never missed a payment. I was going to work as many hours as it took. I was going to contact as many people as it took. I was going to submit as many auditions as it took. I was motivated like I have never been motivated in my entire life because now the buck stops with me. One of the things I said after I was downsized from my radio job was, from now on, the only idiot I answer to is me. And it was a joke because I worked for a lot of idiots in radio. But from now on, I was the one calling the shots. I was the one making the decisions. How much money was I going to earn every year? That was up to me. So for year one, 15,000, might have been 17, somewhere in that range though. I mean, I struggled, but I covered my bills. And in year two, I more than doubled my income. And in year three, I nearly doubled my income again. And in year four, I crossed over the six-figure mark. And I've just kept climbing from that point forward. If your goal is to get out of your day job and into voiceover full-time, this is something that you need to think about. You need to determine what your exit strategy is. You've got to create that budget. You've got to figure out what your minimum is. And you have to decide at what point am I going to take the chance and go for it. Because when you take the chance and go for it, you are going to be motivated. And here's something else I want you to think about. Just like with me when I said, what is the absolute worst thermonuclear situation if I do this and it doesn't work? If I turn down these radio offers that I have and I go after this voiceover thing, what is the worst case scenario? And as near as I could tell, the worst case scenario was I either had to move back in with one of my parents or I had to go get a job at a fast food joint. That was the worst case scenario. And I decided that I could live with that. I decided that for the opportunity to pursue my dream, that was a risk that I was willing to take. Now, again, I know that it might be easier for me because of the situation that I was in at the time. But even now today, I have a wife, I have two kids. If I had to look back and relive this scenario with them, I still would have took that chance. I still would have took that chance because if the worst case scenario was that I just had to go find another job, I knew that no matter what, one way or another, I was going to be able to go find another job. And if it came right down to it, I knew that we'd be able to move back home. I weighed the risk and I decided that it was worth it. Now, once again, I'm not telling you to go out tomorrow and quit your day job. Let me be very clear about that because I don't want to get blamed because somebody goes and does something drastic. I don't need 
angry emails from your spouses. Mark, what are you doing? My husband quit his job today because of you. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if you want to do voiceover full time and you need to get out of a day job to do it, the only way that is going to happen is if you have an exit strategy. If you're just going to sit around and wait for the right opportunity to come, how would you even recognize it when it did? Because you haven't thought about what your exit strategy is. You have to have a plan. There are going to be butt-puckering moments in your life when you do this. And I'm just telling you that straight. I had butt-puckering moments where my bank balance was lower than it had been since I was a kid. And I wasn't sure whether or not I was going to be able to pull it off. But I got it done. I got it done. You know, I've said before, I am not the most gifted voice actor in the world. And I don't say that to be negative. It's just the way it is. But what I did figure out was how to get good at business and how to get good at marketing. And I knew that if I could master those two things, and if I hustled hard enough, I was going to be able to grow my business into something amazing. And that's exactly what I've done. So let me ask you, what's your exit strategy? Because now I think you know what you have to do. You got to sit down and crunch those numbers. Do it by yourself if you're alone. Do it with your spouse if you're married, your partner, your significant other if you have one. Figure out what is the bare minimum that we need to survive. And then set a deadline for yourself and be willing to take the risk. If you work hard enough, it can happen. The only other thing that I would suggest is when you do it, if you do it, that you too start celebrating your Independence Day. January 29th, 2012. In that moment, as it was unfolding in real time, it was one of the worst days of my life. And now it is one of the most celebrated and favorite days on my calendar. Here's to you also being able to look back and celebrate your Independence Day. Guys, thanks so much for checking out another episode of the podcast. Don't forget to go to vopreneur.com where you can listen to any episode. They are all there. They are all archived at vopreneur.com. While you're there, make sure you click on the shop button. And don't forget to order your own voiceover tee or hoodie or a Vopreneur tee or hoodie and wear that proud. Wear it on your Independence Day when you're walking around. Wear it into the office to remind yourself what you're working towards. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can listen anywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. And when you subscribe, you'll never miss another episode. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and Hey, if you wouldn't mind, go to vopreneur.com, click on this week's episode, and click one of those tweets. Share this podcast with your network so that they can be encouraged and inspired as well. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The VoiceAmp player does exactly that. 
Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of Voice Sam for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam. And see. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more VOPreneur goodness? Jump online at VOPreneur.com.